determined to master the near-instantaneous response at his groin. Regrettably, he had never met another Erin. But then he had married soon afterwards, and only in recent months had he again enjoyed the freedom of being single. He knew that a woman capable of matching his hunger and even of occasionally exhausting his high-voltage libido was a very rare find indeed. He reminded himself that it was very probably that same hunger that had led her to betray his trust and take another man into her bed. An unapologetic workaholic, he had left her alone for weeks while he was abroad on business, and it was possible that he had invited the sordid conclusion that had ultimately finished their affair, he conceded, grudgingly. Of course, had she agreed to travel with him, it would never have happened. But regrettably, it had not occurred to him at the time that she might have excellent, if nefarious, reasons for preferring to stay in London. He studied Sam Morton, whose body language and expression were uniquely revealing to any acute observer. The older man, who had to be comfortably into his sixties, could not hide his proprietorial protective attitude towards the svelte little manager of his health spas. His feelings shone out of his proud smile and the supportive arm he had welded to her spine in a declaration of possession. Christo swore vehemently in Greek and examined the photo from all angles, but could see no room for any more innocent interpretation. She was at it again, bedding the boss. While it might have done him good to recognise Erin's continuing cunning at making the most of her feminine assets, it gave him no satisfaction at all to acknowledge that she was still happily playing the same tricks and profiting from them. He wondered if she was stealing from Morton as well. Christo had dumped Erin from a height when she let him down, but the punishment had failed to soothe an incredulous bitterness that only increased when he had afterwards discovered that she had been ripping him off. He had had faith in Erin, he had trusted her, had even at one point begun to toy with the idea that she might make a reasonable wife. Walking into that bedroom and finding another man in the bed he had planned to share with her, along with the debris of discarded wine glasses and the trail of clothes that told its own sleazy story, had knocked him sideways. And what had he done next? Lean, strong face, rigid, Christo grudgingly acknowledged his own biggest mistake. In the aftermath of his discovery that Erin had cheated on him, he had reached a decision that he was still paying for in spades. He had made a wrong move with long-term repercussions, and for a male who almost never made mistakes, that remained a very humbling truth. With hindsight, He knew exactly why he had done what he had done, but he had yet to forgive himself for that fatal misstep and the fallout those closest to him had suffered. Handsome mouth compressed into a tough line at that reflection, he studied Erin closely. She was still gorgeous, and doubtless still happily engaged in confidently plotting and planning how best to feather her own nest while that poor sap at her elbow gave her his trust 
and worshipped the ground her dainty feet trod on. But Christo knew that he had the power to shift the very ground in an earthquake beneath those same feet, because he very much doubted that the reputedly conservative and morally upright Sam Morton had any awareness of the free-wheeling months that Erin had enjoyed in her guise as Christo's mistress, or of the salient fact that at heart she was just a common little thief. That bombshell had burst on Christo only weeks after the end of their affair. An audit had found serious discrepancies in the books of the health spa Erin had been managing for him. Products worth a considerable amount of money had gone missing. Invoices had been falsified. Freelance employees invented to receive paychecks for non-existent work. Only Erin had had full access to that paperwork and a reliable long-term...